This is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. If you have been a kingdom citizen for quite a while now, you know that we serve a God that works in mysterious ways. God that works in mysterious ways, you know. We've seen him working miracles, signs and wonders using people. You know, I mean, there are multiple miracles that was recorded in the Bible and some miracles that we've seen even now in our time. We've heard a story of a woman who was unable to have children for years and she met with the Lord and immediately she was able to have children. We've, we've seen stories of people who had lost their mind and, and, and they went mad and, and they met with the Lord and immediately their insanity was gone. We've seen stories, myriad of stories in the Bible and in our time. We're talking from the turning of water into wine, from feeding 5,000 people with just two fishes and five loaves of bread. You know, God is a miracle working God. You know, it's so funny. Whenever you hear somebody's name called miracle, do some findings. You're going to find out there, there is a story behind that name. There is a miracle attached to that name. We've seen plane crashes. We've seen car accidents. We've seen all kinds of things. And we'll see in those plane crashes, in those accidents, there's one person who's, who usually comes out unhurt, unbothered, unaffected at all by the situation. That is the hand of God. That is the signature of God. God is a God that do miracle and he's still doing miracle even now. God is very much involved in the affairs of man. God is very much involved. Today I am charged with the responsibility to bring you a message. A message that will not only encourage you but a message that will empower you in the Lord to take actions right now to take actions right now and god is telling us today to make room make room we see in the bible in second kings chapter 4 in second kings chapter 4 where uh, the bible recorded that there was a woman a woman who had been suffering for years you know she had been in debt for years her husband died and when he died he left her and her two boys with debt and the Bible recorded that the debt collector the person they owed money was coming to take the two boys and to make them his slaves he was coming to take the two boys and to make them his slaves in, in, in exchange for what the family owed him in exchange for what the family owed him so you don't know what it's like to 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 raise uh, to be a mother until you are a mother you don't know what it's like to be a parent until you are a parent you don't know what it's like to be a single parent for that matter a single mother for that matter until you are one yourself especially raising two boys all on your own you don't know what it's like until you are put in somebody else's shoe that you start to really realize how life can be sometimes this woman was struggling she wasn't only struggling she was struggling alone all by herself she had to give up her dreams she had to give up her aspiration she had to give up whatever what she wanted to do what was was thrown out the window now she had to raise these two boys all on her own she worked two jobs but that still wasn't enough it still wasn't enough until one day she met the Lord in the life of Elisha she met the Lord in the life of Elisha and that same day was the marking point of her turnaround encounter with the Lord. Who has God sent to you? Who is God sending to you to bring your turnaround encounter? Who is the prophet that God has assigned to speak over your life to bring the turnaround encounter? Who is the angel that God has assigned to you to bring the turnaround encounter? Who is God sending to you right now in your season? 
to bring your turnaround encounter i pray for you today that in the name of jesus whoever it is god will connect them with you right now in the mighty name of jesus that the connection you would need to be connected to your helpers of destiny will begin to be orchestrated right now in heaven and on earth in the name of jesus you see she met elijah and she didn't stop there she met elijah she ran to him and she cried out to him she cried out to him and she said help me and she explained the situation to him. She said, listen, my husband died and he left us with debt and I have two boys that I have to raise on my own and the debt collector is coming to take my boys. And Elisha, out of compassion, was like, what can I uh, do for you, lady? What can I do for you, woman? What can I do for you? But that was not the, uh, uh, the main question in that verse. That was not the most powerful question in that verse because that question sounded like Elisha wanted to give her something. It sounded like Elisha wanted to give her the fish rather than teach her how to fish for herself. The most important question came in the part B of that verse where Elisha said, not only what can I do for you, but what do you have? He said, what do you have? What do you have in your house? In other words, what do you have in your possession what do you have that is yours right now what do you have that the Lord can use right now what do you have that the Lord can bless right now what do you have that the Lord can put his breath on right now what do you have that the Lord can partner with right now what do you have and that is the question God would have us ask ourselves today what do you have what do you have that the Lord can bless and without thinking, without even, uh, 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 you know, doing some findings around the house to see what she does have, this lady responded and said, I have nothing. And then immediately after that, she said, except, my God, what is your except? She said, I have nothing except this small oil in a small jar. So she does have something. Isn't it funny how we always think we don't have things when we really do have something? Isn't it funny how we always think what we have is not enough? Isn't it funny how we always think who we are is not enough? Isn't it funny how we believe that there is something greater and grander that God is looking for when really all God is looking for is that small thing that you have. What you think is nothing, God is saying is more than enough for me to work with. What do you have? Isn't it funny how we always write ourselves off when God hasn't written us off? She believes she had nothing. But the truth of the matter is she did have something. She had small oil and that was more than enough for God. And immediately Elisha told her, she, he said, when you get back in your house, take that small oil that you think you have and uh, go around your house, go around your neighborhood and borrow jars. Don't borrow a few, borrow a whole lot of jars and put a, a drop of oil in every single one of them and as they begin to be filling up put them to the side until you have no more room until you have no more room so god is telling us today we need to make room for the blessings to come we need to make room for the abundance to come we need to make room for when that uh, angel that helper of destiny that elisha moment happens to us that we have room to receive that we have the capacity to receive just like that lady the miracle again remember i said we serve a God who is a miracle working God. We serve a God who works in mysterious ways. We serve a God who is able to use the little that you have and turn it into big. We serve a God who works in ways that we cannot understand. And we shouldn't even try to understand it. All we need to do is to make room. And so God will send me on this message today, on this day, with this message. A simple message of make room. Make room. Make room. Make room. Make room. Isn't it funny? 
how sometimes you, you're looking for a child. You're asking God for the fruit of the womb. And he wouldn't open that door. Why? Because even if he was to give you that child, how would you raise that child? Where would you put the child? You live in a one bedroom. How is, you gonna, how is it going to be convenient for that child? But if you make room, if you move out of that one bedroom, if you get you a house with a room and a bed, God will miraculously open up the womb because you've made room. Because now you have the capacity to receive what you are asking for. What job do you have? What skills do you have? What talent do you have? What desires do you have? What passion do you have that God can use? I'm begging you today, make room for it and you will see the Lord work on your behalf in ways you can never imagine. God is a miraculous God who does miraculous things in miraculous ways. That is my charge. That is my message. As always, be the light, be the salt. And remember, all things are possible if you believe.